independent thought, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What a morning if you're flying. Or maybe not flying. <laughs> we have issues, kids. We have issues. That's right. The FAA has issues because their stuff didn't work. It went sideways. Massive cancellations in some areas, others huge delays. Here in Phoenix, I was just reported 200 delays and about 40 flights canceled so far because the system is down. Now, it's back up in some areas, but uh, should be back up by the time... You know, we get off today everywhere, but it's it's here's the thing. It's the ripple effect when it comes to the system, because just because things could get up and running in five minutes. How many flights were delayed in such a way now that they've missed their connection? Oh, yeah. So they've had to cancel flights. This is going to be and Southwest has to be going. Uh, it's not us. <laughs> just want to let everybody know. We had nothing to do with this one. No, this was all the FAA and their system, which, by the way, if you don't know, is antiquated, is old, uh, and it is uh, it's just uh, it's not good. And and they're at the point now where they were doing stuff on the phone. The system that's failed provides pilots writing their flight plans with automated notices of potential hazards along a route. Things like runway closures, problems with ground-based navigation systems, even warnings about flocks of birds. The ripples of the computer breakdown are now being felt around the country. United Airlines says it's delaying all of its domestic flights. Yeah, the big thing is, how did this happen? That's the big thing. Is this something bigger? Uh, were there other issues involved where this thing is because like everything else, our systems in this country for so much of our crap, totally antiquated. The reason that that Southwest went south as fast as they did, for lack of a better term. Because their systems from like what, the mid 90s, early 90s with some updates here and there. They've not really brought a new system on board. They've tried to. Put in pieces, you know, kind of like Jenga, the puzzle pieces. But as they've said, this is also like Jenga. And when the system breaks, uh, it's ugly. President Biden told reporters he was briefed by Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg about the FAA system outage, saying he hopes the agency will have a better sense of what caused the issue within a couple of hours. Aircraft is still land safely. Let's not take off right now. We don't know what the cause of it is. In a tweet, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said there's no evidence of a cyber attack at this point. Which is what I think a lot of people were worried about. Is this a cyber attack? Is this? But it shows you a few things. We're totally vulnerable. Our systems are archaic and old and vulnerable to just about any kind of, of, of issue that hits. And it also shows you being as connected as it is. So the way this thing works is... They go, they look at the system, they're able to, you know, okay, this is where we're going. We're, we're mapping out the way we're getting there. When they're in the air, they were having used phone. It was, it was very, but the, the planes on the ground were just basically stuck. They couldn't do anything. So the planes in the air were fine, but the ones on the ground were going to be stuck. And it shows you. With how old our systems, whether it's the power grid, you know, the energy things, we see what's taking place there in some of these places, to things like this. It is one little piece 
I mean, when I hear all the stories about travel, I'm amazed that anybody gets anywhere on time. Because it only takes one little power outage, one little slip to, well, there's the domino effect, and away it goes, and away it goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there it is. But uh, planes are starting slowly to get back up there, but a lot of planes uh, were delayed to the point where they were having to cancel flights. People were going to be missing their connecting flight. It is not uh, a good look, especially coming off all of the things we went through this holiday season. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Biden in Mexico with Trudeau and Orban and what was the big hot topic? Was it all the stuff that's going on with the drug cartels and the wars, the mass uh, migration and, and, and immigration uh, into our country? Was it any of that? No, so much of it was about documents. Because, oops, you had documents. People know I take classified uh, documents. Well, we know you took classified documents. That's what we heard. That's why we're having this conversation. People know I take classified uh, documents and classified information seriously. When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me, secure office in the Capitol. When I, the four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. Uh, they found some documents in a box, in a locked cabinet, or at least a closet. And as soon as they did, they realized there were several classified documents in that box. First of all, what kind of lawyers do you have that you can get them to go clean anything out? <laughs> uh, here's something I found out. $900,000 for 12-ish appearances that he made on the campus of Penn. That's what he got over two years. He might not have ever even gone into that that place, but uh, nine hundred grand as we got paid for that. And they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives. Immediately called the archives, turned them over to the archives, and I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. But I don't know what's in the documents. I've my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives, and we're cooperating fully, cooperating fully with the review, and which I hope will be finished soon, and uh, there'll be more detail at that time. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, so what has ended up happening is uh, Merrick Garland has appointed a, a special, you know, counsel person who was appointed by Trump, actually, to take a look and see was there anything here that was untoward? Now, when we talk about Trump and this chaos, let's first, you know, the, the disdain that people have for Trump is evident. It's always perfect example here. Uh, you know, the likes of Whoopi and Joy. There are differences in what happened. Yes. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief, you know. Well, see, you start from there so you know exactly where this is going. Right. So and they're going to cheer because it's, she's very brave. You know, Woo, brave. So it's not that big a jump to say that he obstructed and he lied. There's the issue that Trump has. It's the way he went about doing things. It wasn't so much that he had him. Clinton had him. President Clinton had him. Uh, I'm sure if you went back and you looked at all of these 
these presidents, the things that they have in their libraries that were never even put out, the stuff that they even maybe have in their home that they moved. And and the question is, A, overclassification, and B, what the hell are you doing with these things? Trump's issue was you cooperated, then you stopped cooperating, and why did you do that? That's the issue he has. Not whether or not he had any of these things. Did you really think that he was going to go sell any of these? Yes, he was absolutely. Settle down, my friends. Just settle down. Continue. Sorry, Joey. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the. By the way, he's an absolute liar. Look at his history. The guy tells, well, they're fables. Whatever. He's full of crap. And has been. That's what derailed him on several times when he was running for president. Plagiarism and lying. So let's not pretend that this guy is above board and telling all whole truths. That's a bunch of baloney. You know it and I know it. Right? That's that's it. But what I think also is going on, no matter what the truth of it is, Whoopi, they will spin it, Bubblehead and Marjorie Taylor and that crowd, Matt Gates. You think they're not going to spin this that is just as bad as Trump? And so the, the lie gets out there. People believe it. You can put that at the, at the feet of Donald Trump, who started the lying. That, so he started it. There was no lying before Donald Trump. Donald Trump came along many years ago. Next thing you know, he's the only person who's ever lied. And then they're like, well, we can all do it. Stop. That's the chaos that people get frustrated with. And the whole, well, the spin will start. You guys spun for years about Donald Trump, and I didn't like to defend Donald Trump. I didn't. But your annoyance and your lies about him, the lies about Russia. Biden got caught. It's not a good look. The obstruction, that's a Donald thing. But they both got caught with stuff. And we don't know what, I don't know what any of them are. Nobody knows what any of them are. Except for the very few people that had access and saw these. And said, oh, you shouldn't have had these. Oh, well, you know, but he's got 60. And over here, he's got 12. Trump had 150 or 160 classified. Classification stuff is silly. So much of that stuff is already public. You're just saying it's classified. Secondly, and this is important, how do we know they weren't? unclassified he was the president at the time well we don't same thing with uh, biden well we don't there we go that's the stuff that is frustrating but when you sit there and say oh the spin is going to begin watching some people on the news as i talked about the other day spinning to 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 somehow protect biden that's like getting punched in the face and then the person looks at you go and you hurt my hand enough Enough. Your dude got caught with stuff that he didn't even know he had. And they probably all have crap. I'm sure if we went through Bush's stuff and Obama's stuff, they probably all got a bunch of crap. You're like, oh, yeah, I don't know I had that. And it's not like they're going out there yeah, every day. Just look at it. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. I always thought Trump was going to take stuff in the wires. I was going to be like, Ooh, Kim Jong-un gave me this ashtray. And <laughs> like, that's the stuff. This artwork's mine. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Touch a bit on what happened in Mexico. Did anything happen? Is anything going to come out of it? It's Wednesday. We'll get a little woke as well. Did you win $1 billion? No, you didn't. We'll talk about what it's going to be worth coming up and a lot of other stuff to get this on this most festive of days. 
That's right. It is Woke Wednesday. Omaha Steaks. D. Delicious. 50% off site-wide and an extra $40 off when you use code Benson at checkout. Last night, we barbecued, thank you, Omaha, hot dogs. Why? Because we've been working a lot out, fixing our backyard up. The weather was gorgeous yesterday here in beautiful Phoenix. And and we just loved it. The kids were out playing in the backyard. And jacuzzi was on. And I got home in time to just relax. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Memories being made. And and that's exactly what it is. My little daughter bouncing around inside of the hot tub having fun. And she was excited to have her hot dog because that's her favorite thing in the world to eat. From air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra juicy burgers, the fillets, which are amazing, butcher cut fillets, all of them right there. 100% money back guarantee. It's the best period when it comes to meats omaha steaks plus they've got comfort food and many other things 50 percent off site-wide an extra 40 dollars off when you use code benson right now go find out what you can build to make that perfect memory by going to omahasteaks.com and using code benson to save 50 percent and an extra 40 dollars on checkout minimum order required omahasteaks.com promo code benson at checkout omahasteaks.com code benson chad benson show Reverence? Um, like, yeah. So what? It's the Chad Benson Show. As the prizes get bigger, the lines grow longer. Back in July, we saw a record jackpot hit $1.337 billion. So what's on the wish list of all those aspiring billionaires? Go on a vacation. Pay off a couple of mortgages. I would help my church and uh, get lost. Because there was no winner last night, Friday's jackpot will be worth at least $1.35 billion. The cash option, $708 million before taxes. It's never, it's never anybody who's like, what are you trying to, what are you going to do with all the money? I dump the chick I'm with or the guy I'm with and I'm starting a cartel. <laughs> I feel like I got enough money now that I could really be a player in the cartel world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why? Why is it so big, you ask? Lottery jackpots have been growing bigger in recent years after a rule change that added more numbers to choose from. So the odds of winning the Mega Millions jackpot got just slightly longer, which helped to build those jackpots. Higher ticket prices also mean more money for the jackpot. Money, 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 money. What are we looking at? 700 million, probably, maybe a little bit more come Friday. Because, you know, they always change. And by the time it gets to, you know, because more people buying, oh, my, we didn't anticipate this. So it could be huge come Friday. And uh, uh, and then everybody can make their big, you know, we, we've talked about what you do, right? You, you don't quit your job. You quiet down on social media. You tell maybe one or two people that are close to you, people that are that are in the, that are in the right to know, right? Your husband, your wife, uh, your, you know, whatever, someone. And and you plan by first hiring an attorney and then financial people, tax people. Usually you can get them all in one big law firm kind of thing. Say so what it is, what uh, I got all this stuff. How do I set up a trust? What do I need to do? Uh, I, I want all this stuff done so I don't have to go through the insanity of what is going to be coming. Because just not showing up, like there was a, uh, somebody won uh, X amount of dollars and you didn't show up to work the next day, especially in a small town. They're going to be like, mm, 
I think maybe so-and-so won a lot of money last night. Let's say it. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, tweet, text. People are pissed, angry at airports across the country. They didn't know when the flights were going to be taken off. So they kept rescheduling and rescheduling. So I asked them to just reschedule mine for tomorrow. And so now I'm not exactly sure when this flight is going to take off. Yeah. So because there was... Something happened with our FAA system, the entire system. So not a singular air company. So like it's not like Delta or United or Southwest or the actual entire system for the FAA went down. And now it's back up in some places, other places. It's slowly coming up uh, there. So flights are starting to take off. But there was so much delay this morning that across the country, chaos, because people missed flight, they missed connectors, their flight couldn't take off in time, et cetera, et cetera. So more excitement in the world of travel. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Uh, a little Woke Wednesday. We'll do some of that stuff. A lot of stuff to get to today. We'll see if we can squeeze it all in. It's the Chad Benson Show. <laughs> Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Hello, Biden at the border. I don't think anything got solved with that. Like he's going to do anything. He was at the border. People are pissed in uh, El Paso saying, what did you guys do here? You guys say, you know, Blinken's like, hey, look, uh, we didn't know they were going to clean up El Paso before the president came. That was just a scheduling thing. That was long before we arrived. That is a bunch of BS. Nobody's buying that. By the way. Not even the mainstream media is buying any of that. Secondly... The people that were at the border, living at the border, people who live in El Paso are like, you lied. You came here. You saw none of the real stuff. You were given a sanitized, sterile view of stuff, and you bounced. You didn't do anything. The only reason he stopped there, the only reason, is because I can't not stop at the border because I'm flying over the border. That's it. That's it. That's the only reason. He wasn't going there uh, any other time. Not He wasn't going there any other time. And so yesterday, he and uh, Trudeau and uh, Orban, they, they got together. And the night before, though, he flew in there. And we talked about it. I think it was Monday. They did. They, that he was, he's not loved by the president of Mexico. Like, the president of Mexico didn't dislike Trump because he felt that Trump didn't really care, you know, about any of the stuff over there as far as, uh, you know, and he was willing to throw money at some of the stuff where 
Biden has questioned a lot of stuff about Central America and in particular Mexico. And so <laughs> I guess the night before they explained pleasantries and then he goes out and says, oh, yeah, and by the way, this guy here doesn't care about people from Central America and South America. Oh, that's not very nice. And so we're trying to make it easier for people to get here, opening up the capacity to get here. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're trying to do. Uh, it's pretty easy now. I don't know much how easier it is to get here because you just kind of show up. Well, now, but now you have to have an app. We'll see how that goes. We'll see if anything comes out of the app because there's lawsuits coming. There's all kinds of stuff. It's, uh, you know, and I can't blame everything everything on Biden because many Congresses and presidents have had ample opportunity to fix something. And like everything, why fix it? Because in their mind, it's not broken. Oh, yeah. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Should Twitter, tweet, text the program. It's Wednesday. Let's get woke. This support group is for people who are so woke that they're finding it impossible to have any fun at all. It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke. It's all right. I feel that way, too. It's all right. Let it out. Like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men? How dare you? White women raise the white boys who grow up to be little, misogynistic, patriarchal tyrants. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I'm a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. I'm it's time for Woke Wednesday. Let's get woke on this day. We got a lot of stuff to get to. Let's start with Black Danger. For people who like to pass yourselves off as superior in every way, you sure do get incredibly offended and booty hurt when black people say that they don't want to be around you. Black people not wanting to be around white folks has historical precedence. And the only thing it does is hurt your fragile ego. White people, on the other hand, not wanting to be around black people is racist. Oh, wait, what? So if you don't want to be around white people, that's not racist. White people not wanting to be around black people, that's racist. How is that? Wait, what? Because the only reason that white people don't want to be around black people is because of stereotypes that they invented to make black people seem more dangerous or hypersexualized or simply because they don't like the color of our skin. You remember that scene in uh, Pocahontas? These white men are dangerous. <sighs> yeah, I remember that scene. I remember that scene. Got a lot of that going on because everything's about race. It is. And isn't it funny, the more that we, the more woke we got, the more that, because you go back to the 90s and early 2000s, race wasn't what it was oh because it was just racism no no because what would happen is 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 all of the thought of of us becoming a, a more diverse culture and all these kind of things that everybody it, you didn't have what you have now now what you have is it's it's like like modern feminism which is the only way that the, the feminist it, it you have to put down the guy right it's not about equality it's about yeah not only do i want to rise above and i want to step upon that's not true. Absolutely. More and more women are talking about that. But they get shot down because they're stupid and, and they hate themselves. And it's shut up. It's absolutely reality. So is this what we're doing now with 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 
do we want separation? I don't care who's around me. All I care about is, are you a decent person? Are you funny? Are you a good time? Are you nice? I don't care who's around me. At all. I don't, and I know there are people out there that care. There are. But in this crazy world of wokeness, these are the things you hear more and more. How about self-loving? White women, we are inherently a danger in spaces for black, indigenous, and other people of color simply by existing. And when we choose not to recognize that, and acknowledge that and navigate the world with that knowledge, we go from being dangerous to being an active threat. If we don't like that, then we need to change the systems and destroy whiteness. Absolutely. Yeah. Down with the white women. <laughs> what? What? It, white women, we are inherently. How are you inherently a day? I'm just curious how you, by the way, you, ma'am. Or inherently a danger. Or any of the white women that work here. Just that I that I see on a daily basis. Like how is I don't find them inherently as a danger. Because if you're in a danger to women and or people of color, shouldn't you be in danger to everybody? No, because if your whiteness, Chad, protects them. Oh, okay. I'm just I'm trying to figure this all out here. Continue. Not expect black, indigenous, and other people of color to take the risk to let us into their space or to demand comfort and abuse the education that they offer us. The systems of whiteness make us dangerous. That's not individually insulting. Process that idea. I'm going to. And it's gone now. <laughs> this, is, this is the insanity that's out there. The whiteness. The whiteness. You white women. We knew white women were trouble. We know that all along. We knew that all along, but here we are. We're like, ah, yeah, all right. We'll give him a chance to vote. Oh, my God. Look at that. Oh, Chad, I can't believe he said that. Your whiteness is causing all Did you hear that, lady? Your whiteness is causing all kinds of trouble. Silly white women. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet about us. Text the program. It is, it, like, all joking aside, it's like, it's just all about color, right? Because that's where we are. The more that we become woke, I think the further we get in many ways apart because it's all about color. It's like it's 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 everything is broken down to color this, color that, your color, here's the color, what color you it's so stupid. Again, all that should matter is are you a good, decent person? Everything else should matter. Who you love, what you identify as, which at times is insane and We'll get to some of that wokeness later. All of those things shouldn't matter. It's, are you a good person? That's uh, That used to be the thing I thought that mattered, but apparently it doesn't. Apparently the only thing matters is the color of your skin or the protected group that you want to put yourself in. You can then be whatever you want to be. Whenever you want to be it. Oh. Stupid. Yeah, absolutely. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. We've got so much stuff to get to. I'm debating if we're going to have enough time. We might do a little lucky girl syndrome, which is hilarious. Might do some of that next. We're also uh, we're going to try to squeeze in what happened in San Francisco. If you haven't seen it, 
a homeless woman and a man have a standoff and he's got a hose and decided the best thing for him to do was squirt the lady and people are pissed at him. Uh, when he hears his side of the story, you can sympathize. It's not a good look. My touch on that as well. Ruffgreens.com slash chat. Go there. Get Rough Greens. What is it? Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. It's not for you. It's for your pooch. If you love your dogs like I love my dogs, Red, Bowie, and The Doodle, you will love this stuff for them. It's going to give them energy. It's going to help with their aches and pains, their joints, their hips. It's going to help with their digestive tract, and it's going to help with things like their, their, their coat and their fur and their skin, especially if they have allergies. It's free for you. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. That's it. You don't have to do anything other than that. And you're going to get the bag. What do you do from there? You don't have to add water. You don't have to go buy special food. You just take the food you're already giving your dog and sprinkle it on top of that. They're going to love the taste, and you're going to love the results. RUFFgreens.com slash chat. Get a free bag now. You cover the cost of shipping. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show. If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout. You can expect impacts throughout the day, especially at the big hubs and especially here on the East Coast where flights begin early in the morning. When you delay a flight by even a few minutes in the morning, that has a cascading effect throughout the day and across the country. So you can expect to see cancellations and delays throughout the day. Yep. Today, FAA, huge system uh, outage, apparently wasn't updating, uh, so this was not an airline, this was all airlines. Uh, stuff is resuming, not everywhere, but it's getting back, and there's also going to be massive delays throughout the day, because as we talk about with flights, uh, with the weather comes in, right? When you've got a big hug somewhere like Atlanta, or somewhere like Dallas, or and so these big hu- hubs what ends up happening is once you miss, you know, you're delayed several hours here from getting somewhere, there's delays elsewhere. It's just it starts to rack up. Now, imagine that across all of the country, even in small areas, because of the 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 outage day. So it's a, it's a, it's not a great situation, to say the least, but it does show our vulnerability. There is no doubt about that. Tons of vulnerability. Uh, So much stuff to get to. I'm going to touch on this because we're finding out a little bit more about what's going on with that kid that shot the teacher. Uh, She's kind of hot, too, by the way. Uh, And listening, too, about what she did, which was amazing. But uh, there's issues here uh, tremendously and and with with the child. And you get from. It's just this whole, a six-year-old bringing a gun to school. Maybe once in a great while you hear about something like that, right? Because, ah, they found mom and dad's gun. It's showing, they want to show their friends to try to be cool or something. Maybe once in a great while. Kid bringing the gun to school at six, planning to use it on the teacher. What the blank? The mother of a first grader could face charges in the case of the teacher shot in the chest Friday. I think that that, that is certainly a possibility. It was the mother's gun the six-year-old intentionally shot the teacher with. Put it in his backpack and was driven to school uh, by his, his mother that mo- later that morning. And then it, at some point it came out of his backpack and, and was concealed on him. Failure to secure a gun from a child is only a misdemeanor in Virginia. 
although in other cases, more serious charges have been brought. Yeah, and I don't know how that works, but uh, she's doing better. There's a GoFundMe set up for her. She got all the kids out of the classroom. So apparently, a kid brandishes the gun, and she gets them out or starts to get them out. When she puts her hands up, he shoots through her hand into her chest, and she still managed to get all the kids out while, uh, I guess, a helper, assistant, I don't know if they had, like, you know, uh, maybe a teacher or something, wrestles the, the gun away from the child. After a fatal school shooting in 2000, a six-year-old's uncle served two years for involuntary manslaughter after the child found his loaded gun in a shoebox on the bed. If you leave a gun laying around, it's pretty obvious to most people that's a dangerous thing to do. The question is whether the parent could foresee that this harm would come. There is where prosecutors get into some tangle. Experts say the six-year-old, now being evaluated under a temporary detention order, is likely too young to be charged or tried. He can't form a criminal intent. He's not competent at that age to understand the proceedings. Yeah, and uh, they have placed him in custody, and he is in a, a what it sounds like a mental evaluation unit in a hospital. Uh, and you know, as stuff leaks out and it's not supposed to because of his age, because of him. But the, the, the reality is, is uh, this kid seems to have had a lot of issues leading up to this that had nothing to do with this teacher. And, uh, it is, it's just, it's a sad, sad situation that we're sitting here talking about a child of six who shoots a teacher and intended to shoot the teacher. My God. Horrible. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Uh, feel free to shoot me any of those texts and tweets that you have. Because, uh, you know, again, the conversation, and we should have conversations in this country. We don't always have conversations. Because we are so hyper-partisan. And I get it every day. I can go in here and there's several people I recognize their emails or their or their their their, their their, you know, their numbers from they text me, their disdain they have for uh, for anything that is center or right. And it's all Trump's fault. They live in a world of delusion. And everything uh, pre-Trump was Trump's fault. We just didn't know it. And everything after Trump is Trump's fault. And even when he's gone, people will find a way to say, well, you know, this all because of Trump. And because they have a problem, they 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 have an issue, and it's the same kind of people out there who who gave Trump passes on everything, in in you know, and blamed him for everything, and uh, blamed the other side for it's just it's a sad state. But we we got to start engaging people more, and that includes the fact if you want to have a conversation, it's good to have a conversation, even if you're going to disagree. But when you come at people with the blank you you're the worst human being on earth i hope you die here let me tell you my point you're not interested in a conversation you're interested in being angry and that doesn't help that's what you know we're going to talk about covid in the next hour if you should grab the podcast the the failure of so many people and the lies and the media just ignoring all of the lies that have come out or trying to twist the lies of of or, or 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 you know about just 
silencing people or just it, it's 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 insane. It really is. Stopping Harper uh, hyper partisan and start being a normal person. Find out how that works for you. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Some people out there are up and flying. Others are still delayed or having to change their plans. FAA, big issues this morning. Uh, So what happened? Well, there's delays. Why? Because the entire FAA system went down. Now, it is up back and running in a vast majority of places but people are pissed and frustrated because as we know even with weather you take one little bit out you're screwed no i'm gonna miss that since there's no sense of urgency for me to get back to savannah (laughs) i I just changed my flight to sunday lady right there she's changing her flight to sunday she can't get back to where she needs to go uh other people are you know while things are up and running doesn't mean that they're going to be going anywhere there was a delay on my way to the airport of one hour that escalated to 90 minutes. Then there was a terminal change while I was sitting down eating breakfast. So I rushed over to the AirTran because you got to go out of security and back in. I step foot on the AirTran and I get the cancellation and I dart out the door and now I'm going home. Yeah. So uh, cancellation, delay, delay from cancellation to it's back on. But now you're going to be rerouted somewhere else. People are uh, just like last week with Southwest, a little pissed. It's a big time suck, and you know, it's frankly, it's a waste of money for my company traveling for business. You take an Uber here and an Uber back, and where's the compensation for that? Where's the compensation? I'm sure we'll find out in the next couple of days what it was, but uh, a nightmare. That's the best way to describe it. A nightmare. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, tweet, text, love hearing from all of you. Us looking at this Harry, Prince Harry's book. So much for everybody's over Prince Harry. His book is the fastest selling book, non-fiction book in British history. Overnight sold 400,000 copies and is continuing to uh, top list across the country and I'm sure the world sooner rather than later. I don't know. How many, he, they said he had to make one, sell 1.7 million To for them to be at the break-even point. So I'm assuming they're going to get there. If they sold almost a half a million in the first day in the UK, my feeling is it'll probably get to at least double that. So globally, it should sell at least another million. So I guess it was worth it. Can't wait to see the movie. Him and his brother fighting over, a, <laughs> over the dog bowl. <laughs> he tore my necklace. Don't, don't say that. Leave puka shells everywhere. That's what I'm assuming he was wearing, puka shells. He feels like a guy that would go to a place and wear puka shells. I'm 
Just throwing that out there. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter. Tweet. Text. Right and wrong. COVID. Nightmare. Absolute nightmare. We're finding out more and more. And by by the looks of it, with the Twitter files, there's a lot more that's still to be found. And if the the media's like we talked about the other day, the anger that so many people have, many of you listening, of why the media doesn't cover certain things, because they were in some cases, it's their audience, right? Their audience doesn't care about a subject. In other cases, they're CYAing themselves. They're covering their asses because they were in many cases culpable for a lot of the stuff that was going on. But here we are three years on. Who was right? Who was wrong? When COVID hit, experts were quick to tell us exactly what to do. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Turns out washing our hands doesn't protect us, but being outdoors does. At the beginning of the pandemic, experts told us, stay home, close schools, don't wear masks, do wear masks, disinfect countertop. Now, three years later, we can say who was right and who was wrong. Yeah. And there was a lot of wrong and there was a lot of manipulation. I mean, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who portrayed himself as a person who was an independent minded person talking about stuff. Come to find out. He's telling Twitter to censor people to delete things and they're doing it all the while. He's sitting on the board of Pfizer. He's sitting on the board of Pfizer. Oh, yeah. That would have been helpful. In particular, natural immunity being one of the big ones. Which is better, natural immunity or the shot? Oh, he didn't like that. Because that could have perceived that something was wrong with the shot. Of course, when you got money involved, baby, you can do whatever else. And again, it goes back to the media. The media got a lot wrong. In Florida, the pandemic is raging. They repeatedly trashed Florida's governor for lifting lockdowns. Governor DeSantis is just acting irresponsibly. While praising New York's governor. Governor Cuomo is doing an amazing job. I'm wowed by what you did. But Florida wasn't in dire straits. Florida and New York had about the same number of deaths. Florida has more old people. Florida did better than New York. In general, three years later, we see little difference between states that opened up and those that didn't. Yeah, very little. And and remember, like Sweden at the beginning of this, we're all going to end up in the same place in many ways. We're all going to end up in the same place. Oh, oh, we're all going to end up in the same place. Yeah. No matter how hard we try, we're going to end up in the same place. And the other thing that I've talked about forever and a day, you're not going to get everybody the shot. And now that they're going to be charging for the shot, which some we'll talk about a little bit later, the, the, the chances of people, you're not spending 120 bucks, 130 bucks to get a shot. Let's just be real. You're just not going to do it. And there was plenty of disinformation. There was plenty of people out there on the right and even some people on the left who are super anti-vaxxers about anything that threw out wacky, wild stuff. But not all of it was lies. And the media played so much crap and games when it came to pumping certain things up and demonizing certain groups 
and and giving groups uh, passes in, in other ways. It was ridiculous. Around the world, the experts and the media were just as wrong. Sweden's failed experiment. How their dangerous COVID gamble went wrong. Reporters trashed Sweden. Officials made the decision not to lock down, hoping it would lead to widespread immunity. But cases are surging. Cases were surging. Then deaths too. But allowing people to develop immunity did pay off. Sweden ultimately did better than its neighbors. Did you hear about that from American media that trashed Sweden? I didn't think so. No, you didn't. Thank you, John. Absolutely true. You didn't hear any of that stuff. And look, there was brutal lockdowns in certain places. We'll talk about that. Including places you would think, Canada being one of them, and this other one, well, well, well down under. What does the data say about countries like Australia, places that impose brutal lockdowns? For anyone who breaches quarantine, they face fines and even jail. The penalties ranging from as much as $50,000 in WA and 12 months behind bars. Get off of me! Grabbed around the neck by police, a woman who wasn't wearing a mask. Australia's rigid rules did save lives. But once almost every Australian was vaccinated, the government lifted its lockdown. COVID cases soared. Population adjusted. Australia now has had more COVID cases than the U.S. What? Yeah. Because that natural immunity is something that's... Look what's going on with, with colds. For years, people just got on with their life, not worried about the cold. It's a cold, we'll get over it. Two years, a vast majority of, of young kids in particular, like just, you know, they're, they're the, the Petri dish of life. Uh, we, we wore masks. We, we avoid all this stuff. Now, everybody who gets a cold, who wasn't exposed to stuff during this time, is getting their asses kicked. It's like it comes, it's like it weakened our immune system. And lo and behold, guess what happens? Even with the shot with COVID, which I always found to be very interesting because COVID is, the cold, the common cold is is, is a form of, of, of COVID and there's no shot for that. What What's ended up happening? As they let people out, you can hide from that monster, but that monster is still going to be there. And it was. Let's go to China, our favorite COVID place, the place that started it all. What can America learn from all this? We now know that draconian lockdowns can save lives, but they also hurt people. Lockdowns hurt people financially. New York lost 400,000 jobs since the start of the pandemic. Florida gained 400,000. Kids in lockdown states suffered. Obesity increased in New York by five percentage points. Well, in Florida, where schools reopened sooner, obesity actually fell a little. Kids' education suffered an historic setback. That's no big deal, right? And look at all the lives that they saved in those draconian ways. And, oh, wait, that's right. Australia is now facing a massive COVID spike, even with all of the people that have gotten vaccinated. I get that we know more now. Three years ago, terrified politicians just wanted to do something. But next pandemic, I wish they'd be a little humble, except that they don't know everything. All of us have different values about safety versus freedom. Life's better when we individuals get to make our own decision. Very true. And and something interesting, the amount of time that people saved, and they said it saved lives, it really saved, it added time onto life. How much time for those draconian, evil, brutal lockdowns? An extra two weeks. So think about that. And the media played right into it. It was understandable at first to try to get a handle on things, especially knowing it's come from China. 
But now that we've seen that Fauci, who so many people knew was full of crap, that many people out there that that the games that were played behind the door, in, in particular places like Twitter, that would shut down people. I mean, the guy that came up with mRNA, he got shut down. Like, dude, I I was yeah yeah you don't know anything. We do, and the money. Pfizer having board members be able to contact content mediators. That's wrong. It's wrong. Absolutely. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Listen to the show. Grab the podcast. Please do. Raycons go great with podcasts. Best earbuds around. Everyday earbuds are awesome. Fit fantastic. They always say it's like almost snapping them into your ears. There's no wires. There's no stems. There's none of that stuff. Eight hours of talk time. 32 hours of battery life. Now let's get to the sound quality. And Ray J put this together. It was all about the sound quality. That's why he went to many of his friends in the music industry. Snoop Dogg, Miley Cyrus, you name it. And said, how do these sound? Where can we, what can we do better? And lo and behold, the everyday earbuds are all that. To me, they're amazing because of what I do. I'm going to go play a little golf, a little pickleball later today. I'm going to beat these things up, run around. I never worry about them falling out. I never worry about any of that stuff. I've had other earbuds. They've got the stems and the wires. They're in the way, and they fall out all the time, and they're uncomfortable. Not with these. Right now, get your everyday earbuds from Raycon. Save an extra 15% and know that they already start well under 100 bucks, about half the price of other premium audio brands, and then some. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Podcasts are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, my goodness. No. Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast. Mm, boy. That is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. It's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time. Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ears content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Peggy Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Liam, Matt, Brash, Nap, Lenny, Bush, and Lester Banks, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly, beef, boom. What's trending? I'll tell you what's trending. Hold your horses. FAA is trending big time. 500,000 searches so far today on Google alone. Justin's the Googling because uh, they had some issues today. I've probably been hearing throughout the show. And even if you're listening a little bit later, you know that's probably been a hot mess. And that's eh, what it is. Not a lot you can do about it at this moment in time. People are frustrated. But this has nothing to do with Southwest. <laughs> they want everybody to know that. Mega Millions, number one search thing yesterday, along with the Golden Globes, because people were surprised to find out they were back on. Ooh. Coachella announced their lineup. Headliners, both weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Here you go. Bad Bunny, Blackpink, Frank Ocean. Bad Bunny's arguably outside of Europe and then Australia. I mean, throughout the Americas, he's the biggest star, you know, outside of maybe Taylor Swift. 
but uh, you know, I had Frank Ocean. Blackpink's huge as well. Uh, and then you got lots of Golden Globe stuff from yesterday. Tons of Golden Globe stuff. Tons of it. Huge, huge, huge. So excited! I didn't, I didn't even know who won. I saw a lot of white people won. Was that the problem before? That white people were, were, were not only winning, they were nominated and winning. Mayor Pete, the FAA, FAA outage, N-O-T-A-M, which is the acronym they use for the, the, the system for the FAA, all trending big time today. Is it a cyber attack stuff? We won't know. And the rea- uh, Here's the thing in, in today's world. If I want to get it right, then you say, well, let's see what it really is about. But so much it's got to be a cyber attack it's got to be a cyber attack uh, never put down the fact that these systems are old and they suck and they are these systems i mean we've talked about it with take away southwest let's just move that up when's the last time you're at the dmv and you're like why are those computers screens so fat you know, they're, why are they, you know, why does it take, because the systems are so antiquated and old and they never, ever, ever think, well, how do we go about doing this? How do we fix this? Because uh, it isn't until somebody gets in to, to the governorship or Senate or Congress where they can hire their buddies to come in and try to fix something. And then everybody gets paid. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Oh, my Lord. What else should we talk about? Let's talk about that homeless thing that took place. I want to touch on that. Plus, we might try to squeeze in a day. If we don't get a day, we'll get it tomorrow. Lucky girl syndrome. Do you have it? Can you as a male get it? I will talk about that as well. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. That's me, you're you. Stay beautiful, kids. Chicago area drivers, most hours wasted sitting in congestion last year. Drivers uh, last year uh, lost 155 hours to traffic. It jumped about 50% compared to 2021 pandemic. And Illinois was one of those ones that shut everything down. Boston, San Diego saw uh, delays uh, per driver increase about 70%. And uh, it was up, up, up 89% in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, soaring 44 hours of delays, uh, you know, in 2021. And then, boom, 83 hours, 2022. It's, uh, you know, I don't think we realize how much time we spend in our car. And then you've got all these big CEOs now who are like, hey, it's enough. Like, you know, Eisner took over Disney's like, sorry, guys, one day a week. That's all you get at home. You've got to be in the office. 
You have to be in the office. And I'll tell you this, uh, dealing with Disney at this moment in time that, 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 that we've, we've done some stuff, it has been a nightmare. The delays, the getting hold of people, the trying to get everybody together, all, it has been a nightmare. And some of that is, you know, uh, just the fact that when you start dealing with large corporations, but nobody's ever, it, it is frustrating. And I, yesterday I went downstairs, uh, Steve, who produces my afternoon show, he and I went downstairs to get a, a bite. And when I first moved out here, the building that we're in now for, for the, for my local show, we've got two of the biggest radio stations and, you know, so we have, we have a fair amount of office space here. And unlike other radio stations, we actually have people that work here. When I first moved here, though, all these offices were packed. I mean, they were packed. You, you know, I got here early because I get here super early. So I got a parking space. It was nice, you know, and, 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 you know, it's not like it's huge. They're just two, two story built, uh, four, four story buildings next door to each other. Went out sta- downstairs yesterday and it was like a Friday afternoon, like for Memorial Day. There was no cars, but it was noon on a Tuesday. And I was like, oh. And the 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 lady that worked in there, she said, they're they're just telling their bosses now they're going to work from home. They're not coming in anymore. And you're like, wow. I mean, could you imagine? I'm just not coming in. Well, you don't have to come in because you better turn our stuff because you don't longer work here. Well, that's not very nice. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show, Twitter tweets uh, tweet at us, text the program. Uh, homelessness is an issue. You know that. I know that. And it's becoming a worse and worse issue in some places. We were talking about California last week. What is it? They spent $61,000 in one area for tents alone for homeless people. And we have to always talk about the unsheltered people who are struggling. They're, 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 they're going to be fine. They need some help up. And then you've got the drug addicts, like you know the, the, the you know the meth heads. Then you have people who are mentally ill, and California has enabled them, and it's frustrated people. Case in point, a video that's popped up and it's pissed some people off about what one person did to a person who was unsheltered. We'll call them homeless. The man seen in this now viral video spraying down a homeless woman with a hose is now explaining why he did what he did. Yeah, ABC 7 News anchor Dion Lim is the only television journalist to speak with the art gallery owner. It's an art gallery owner, so you know he didn't vote for Trump. Edson Garcia, co-owner of Brioche Cafe, was on his way to deliver a catering order Monday morning when something disturbing caught his eye. I turned to the side and I see the guy pouring water to the lady. So she's sitting there, and, you know, if, if you've ever been in a big city or anywhere, though, they used to have what they call newspaper stands. And they're, now they're those free things you can give away. And she's in between a tree and a couple of those plastic, you know, magazine holders. And dude's just squirting her with a hose. Garcia, who has seen the homeless woman in the North Beach neighborhood before, has never found her to be belligerent. And says, given the weather conditions, found the man's actions especially cruel. Well, because... If you're also not paying attention, uh, Northern California is being slammed with historic storms, like generational storm after generational storm after Matt. Like it is a conveyor belt, as they say, of storms and cold weather. 
It is uh, brutal. And, uh, you know, this guy is just like frustrated is the best way to describe it. It was a cold. It was raining. She was screaming. She said, okay, I move. I move. I move. It's not fair to see people doing stuff like that. I tracked down the man with the hose, art gallery owner Collier Gwynn, who admitted to his actions. So this guy's totally admitted to this. This guy who did it, standing there. And he's an art gallery guy. Super she-she kind of character. You know what I'm talking about. But if you've not been to San Francisco or any big city lately, let me tell you what it's like. It is, it is third world in many areas where you have fecal matter, drugs, crime, people sleeping in, in, in front of your office and not wanting to move or threatening you just to get inside your building. It is just, it is ridiculous. And we know what the problem is, but nobody wants to address it. This guy apparently had enough. I totally understand what an awful thing that is to do. But I also understand what an awful thing it is to leave her on the streets. Gwyn says the... That's why he was doing it. It's like, I'm just going to be really mean to this lady because it's awful that they leave her on the streets. We'll show them. Gwyn says there were repeated attempts to help the woman over the past couple weeks. We called the police. There must be 25 calls on record. It's two days in a homeless shelter. It's two days in jail. And then they drop him right back on the street. Monday, when Gwyn says she refused to move and resisted help, he sprayed her down as a last resort. This woman is, um, it's a very, very sad situation. And she's very psychotic. This isn't the first time. Now, it's funny because you heard the guy say, well, she's uh, the first guy's like, eh, she seems to be nice. You know, she doesn't seem to bother people. Maybe that's not all the truth. This isn't the first time we've seen methods to deter congregating. In 2015, St. Mary's Cathedral installed sprinklers as a way to prevent sleeping in doorways. In 2019, Clinton Park residents installed boulders to keep the homeless away. While multiple others in the area describe the woman in this video as a nuisance, homeless advocates say while service can be slow at times, there are better ways to deal with these situations. Now, I, I think we all know there's a better way than spraying down a woman. But can somebody take a step back for a minute and go, the frustration level of the residents in these cities. I mean, we took to Rob Schneider, Rob Schneider, the actor who, who you know, you know, th this was his home, like San Francisco, never wanted to move. They told him he had to get rid of the toilets in his front yard. He's like, I don't have toilets in my front yard. They're like, you have planners, don't you? Those are toilets. That's their, their, their thought process, which is stupid and asinine is, Oh, you know what? Instead of, 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 of telling them to stop crapping in your yard, the best thing for us to do is make you get rid of all your stuff. Or this wasn't the right way of going about doing it. There's other ways. I know you've tried 25, but could you try 26? It wasn't right what he did. But what San Francisco and many other city leaders across this country have done, Portland, I'm looking at you. San Diego, you're getting pretty nasty. Los Angeles, you guys are a joke. Uh, Seattle, New York. This is a hot mess. And you're doing very little to fix it. And the money you throw at it just disappears. Consistently dialing 311, consistently trying to get um, or, or look, looking up different, um, different mental health services that, are, that is in San Francisco. Some places provide emergency services where they might be able to come out to a person and that's going through a crisis. Yeah, but they tried that. 
and nobody did anything. Gwyn says despite the threats and constant phone calls for interviews, he's not apologizing yet. I find it hard to apologize when we've had no help on this situation. As for Edson, he makes this call to those in the community. If you want to repeat people respect you, you have to repeat the people now. In San Francisco. Right. And I, I kind of like the bold take of I'm not going to uh, apologize. You know, why am I apologizing for a mess that you've allowed to get out of hand? You should treat people better. But there also comes a point in time when this situation isn't getting any better and at what point is my life turned upside down so you can feel better about yourself and i'm sure i'll get some eh, you're a jerk you're a horrible person you're not living their life you're not going through that 323-538-2423 at chad benson show is your twitter tweet text love hearing from all of you and remember they'll ask him for his tax dollars to pay for all the services that don't work and they get pissed when he asks for some of the services to show up oh my goodness me bulwark capital management it's amazing don't be in a situation where you got to be living in a place like san francisco and the insanity that goes on there Right? You want to retire somewhere good? Bulwark's going to help you get there. 2023 is going to be a wild ride. We talked to uh, Zach Abraham, the chief investment officer, on Monday. We do it every single Monday. And he wants you to go check out knowyourriskradio.com. There you can check out when they have free live webinars. Get involved to in what they're doing. Their whole thing is they have a strategy for retirement that includes protecting your retirement portfolio while building wealth. That's the number one focus. It sounds easy. It's not. His live webinars are great. They're completely transparent. They show you exactly what their investment strategy is and why things like the 60-40 bond mix is outdated and doesn't work. Go to Know Your Risk Radio right now to learn how Bulwark Capital's risk management strategy can help protect your retirement. See their performance and attend one of Zach's free live webinar. Space Reserve fills up fast. Reserve it now. No obligation other than just learning some stuff and it's not some hard pressure wackiness knowyourriskradio.com knowyourriskradio.com investment advisory services offered through a trek financial llc and sec registered investment advisor at chad benson show that's your twitter your instagram all of the other things got a lot of stuff to get to we'll touch a little bit more about what's going on in the air or not going on in the air when it comes to the delays plus an icon of the west coast is heading east For the first time ever, we'll talk about that as well. It is the Chad Benson Show. Welcome to the Chad Autonomous Zone. Woo! Bipolar. There's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. No. Bipartisan. Don't abandon. Don't censor, engage. Yes, the Chad Benson Show, where free speech and uncensored thought run wild. That's crazy. Ah, Producer Phil and I have talked about this on numerous occasions. Uh, in and out burger, delish. I do love it. Are there other burgers out there I like just as much? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. But it is a West Coast, and in particular very much a California thing, but it's a West Coast thing. Not so fast, my friends. Are you ready for this? 
It's moving east. That's right. They're going to start in Tennessee. They've announced plans to invest $125 million in opening a 100,000-square-foot Eastern Territory office in Franklin, Tennessee, just south of Nashville, plus restaurants in and around Nashville by 2026. I have a feeling there will be more coming uh, when it comes to to. In and out, and the expansion of In and Out. And if you're not out an In and Out burger, you're missing out. I, I love it. What was this Gordon Brown, that uh, big chef? I remember interviewing several years ago when I was in Palm Springs, small station out there, and uh, just getting my little uh, talk show off the old, uh, uh, you know, the old ground there. And he, and I asked him, so you know, because it's all about for you know, it's all about the food, and you know, he's a chef. And I asked him, I said, "What do you do when uh, for fun, like fun food?" And he said, "The first thing I do when I get to Southern California, or anywhere in California, that or Vegas at now too, and a couple of days, the minute I get off the plane." I head straight to an in and out. I said, oh, and he knows how he wants it. His fries, the whole nine yards. Nightmare in America's airports, kids, throughout the day. Uh, just uh, just crazy. FAA system down, crash, pshh, bleh, and uh, people are frustrated and has nothing to do with Southwest. I am not trying to get in the middle of this cluster. Uh, that's about to happen here, and this is uh, nationwide, and uh, I'm not urging people to panic, but I'm also urging people to think smart here. Why would you go get somewhere and possibly get stuck? Yeah, it's supposed to be kicking back on, in theory, in a little while, but it's been down for a while. The entire system, uh, the FAA system itself, the computers, is down. So they're having issues, and they're having to do stuff uh, in a very weird way. They're having to do it by phone at this point in time. The system that's failed provides pilots writing their flight plans with automated notices of potential hazards along a route. Things like runway closures, problems with ground-based navigation systems, even warnings about flocks of birds. The ripples of the computer breakdown are now being felt around the country. United Airlines says it's delaying all of its domestic flights. It's going to continue to be that way for a while. So everything, the FAA, everything kind of shut down. So if you're in the air, you're fine. Uh, they're hoping to restart the system, but they're saying it's not updating the things it needs to update which is and we're not talking like when and these are these old archaic systems that are just they've updated them bit by bit rather than trying to rebuild the new system and integrate it along with it they've just tried to keep the old systems going and you got to remember all the old systems are old systems from different airports and this is how we do it here and it is it is not going well people are getting frustrated but you got to breathe and this has nothing to do with southwest so put that out there again much more comfortable than an Airbnb and or anything I can find on Expedia. So I'm going to just let you know now. I won't be at home with my woman and my kids. Yeah, we'll see. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. I do, I do, I do. I'm looking at... Uh, uh, the 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 sign of the times people are talking about. You know, we were just talking about that that uh, the homeless person and what took place with the 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 owner of the gal the gallery and squirting the homeless lady and th this nightmare. But we've got a problem here with homelessness. But what is coming? You know, they said from now on, are you going to find this? Uh, you got your wallet, your keys, and your Narcan.
That's right, because soon you'll be able to just get Narcan. I think you could still go get it now. You can just go buy Narcan. Uh, Portland last week, woman survived an overdose because Christopher Woody, a peer-supported specialist of the Mental Health and Addiction Association of Oregon, had two doses of Narcan. He says he now carries three uh, just in case. They're fast-acting, but because of fentanyl, because of the nightmare that fentanyl has brought, the synthetic opioid uh, overdeaths, uh, overdose deaths, and they're not overdose deaths. I'm going to tell you this. Some of them are people who are addicted to drugs. And they overdose, yes. But they've been on drugs for a while. But a vast majority of these are poisoning. They think they're buying this, or they think they've got that, and it's something else. So Narcan, people are buying Narcan. Go in, you can get it, and and they're, I mean, I was reading the other day, they're thinking, libraries are putting it in now. They're they're thinking about uh, having, like, uh areas where they have almost vending machines for it. I mean, it's that serious and that's the problem we have with drugs. And when we talk about the drug issue at the border, one of the things we need to talk about is our addiction to so many drugs. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. You miss any show, grab the podcast. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You know, Biden takes classified information rather seriously. That's what he said on numerous occasions. Everybody knows he does. You got to respect the fact that he takes that stuff seriously. How many times have I been telling people this? Uh, We talked about it yesterday. Even last night, it's about what? It's about the reaction of the media, and I totally get that. Versus whether or not something was done illegally or if it was an oversight or whatever it was. People know I take classified uh, documents. Yes, we know you take them. That's what we just found out. We know you take them. People know I take classified uh, documents and classified information seriously. When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me, secure office in the Capitol when I... The four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. Uh, they found some documents in a box, you know, a locked cabinet, or at least a closet. And as soon as they did, they realized there were several classified documents in that box. Yeah, several classified uh, related to Ukraine, Iran, uh, UK, a lot of stuff that apparently was very classified, kind of classified. Potentially classified. The Sun is actually saying uh, there was some serious classified information in there. That being said, goes back to what I talked about yesterday. The reaction of the media in the insanity uh, of the media that has, you know, got people freaking out because, quite frankly, that's what we do. That's what we do. Because Trump is the great evil that we can have fun with if you're on the left. And he's also great for business. Okay? Understand that. Okay? Okay? You guys get that? Trump is bad and good for business. 
but it's the talk around by people that do feel that their their quote unquote mistake is just a mistake. There wasn't anything done purposefully. Your mistake was absolutely done with malice and 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 evil in mind. And the talk are like watching uh, Rachel Maddow spin in the wind to try to explain this the other night was hilarious. It's just all of it. Joy Bayard and the whoops. There are differences in what happened. Yes. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief. You know? <laughs> we know that. Woo! Great! So That's great! to say that he obstructed and he lied. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's By the way, Biden lies all the time. Can we just talk about it? He's not called on the floor on this. He's not. He lies all the time about all kinds of stuff. Go back and look at his history. If we're going to talk about lying, But it's different because our guy lies about fun stuff and stuff that we agree with, so it's no big deal because he's just telling fables and he's telling lies. Again, goes back to the media coverage. I'm giving it to him today because it is ridiculous. We just suspect that this guy over here is just a bad dude because we don't like his tweets. We don't like who he is and blah, blah, blah. Look, I'm not a fan of Trump. You guys know this. I didn't vote for him either time. <gasps> nope. I'm, I'm, I'm a kind of an old school conservative in a lot of ways. Understood the appeal, but the reality is uh, I defended him when he needed to be defended, and I attacked him when I thought he did wrong as far as giving him criticism, not attacking him. I think I should do that for every politician, regardless of what's by your name, R or D or I for independent. I'm sorry, Joy, I didn't mean to cut you off. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's partly what's going on. But what I think also is going on, no matter what the truth of it is, Whoopi, they will spin it, Bubblehead and Marjorie Taylor and that crowd, Matt Gates. You think they're not going to spin this that is just as bad as Trump? And so the, the lie gets out there, so people believe it. You can put that at the, at the feet of Donald Trump, who started the lying. Uh, really, first of all, Let's get and and I don't want to defend Trump because Trump lies about a lot of crap. And so much of what he lied about was ridiculous. And it started from the day that he was inaugurated, right, where he sends our buddy Sean Spicy Spicer out there. Here's the reality. Spin is what you're just doing now. That's spin. That's like punching somebody in the face and saying, dude, you hurt my hand. You just spun. Because you're trying to say, well, what our guy did is no big deal. Because I'm going to tell you this. Trump's issue here is, you know, he he obstructed. I don't think he takes a lot of this crap serious. Uh, there's a lot of things that I think Trump. Uh, Trump's biggest enemy was Trump. You know that. I know that. If you're honest with yourself, his ego, the way he acted at times was childish. His biggest issue was Trump. Do I think he took all those documents to do what? Tell me what he was going to do with all those documents. Just curious. Tell me what he was going to do with all of those documents. Do I think that, but for those of you not keeping score, Clinton took documents. Both Clintons took documents. I bet if we went through all the former presidents, 
stuff that they took out of the White House. There may be a lot of stuff that you're like, oh, they shouldn't have had that. Do they know? Do I think for a moment that Trump knew what was in none of those things? Uh, I'm going to give him, you know, the benefit of the doubt and and say no. I thought and I know based on the people I've talked to, that he knew that he didn't lose the election. He had questions, fine to have questions, but he played the game. I don't think he knew for an instance. I don't think he moved any of that crap. But to spin it like you have spun it, my God, the insanity. That's why what I want you guys to understand, when we talk about the media, it's the media, not journalism, separate Issues. Speaking of separate issues, uh, Biden was at the border on Sunday, very quickly. You know, it's very interesting to about him being at the border uh, very quickly uh, that people in El Paso, and this is where the media did media journalists like. MSNBC and CNN is called BS because Blinken's like, well, you know, it was just a coincidence they cleaned up El Paso. People in El Paso, the leaders of El Paso, they felt they were a little bit shanghai if you will. What's Shanghai? Back in the day, merchant marines in places like San Francisco way back in the day, they would essentially get guys drunk because they needed sailors and they would then eventually get them onto the ship and then they would sail and congratulations you've been shanghaied or kidnapped so they felt like they 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 were shanghaied like he came here they cleaned all this stuff up they hid everything they did all of this stuff And it was no big deal. It was just, it was just something that we we're going to do anyways. And he never got to see any of the real stuff. And it was kind of thrust upon him that this is what they, that he thinks everything looks like. You and I know that's both a bunch of crap. And so we're trying to make it easier for people to get here, opening up the capacity to get here. And it was him yesterday with uh, Obrador, uh, Trudeau, and himself. It's easier to get here by opening the door, but not. Look, do I understand what he in some way is trying to do? I guess, you know, he's pissed off both sides and usually that's a win. But this time he's just he's pissed everybody off by doing too much and not enough. If that's, you know, normally when you piss off both sides, it's a win. You're like, oh, I must have hit the sweet spot. Different here with this. Very much different with this. I don't think there's going to be anything that comes out of, of, of you know, we, we heard from Brandon Judd last week talking about, you know, the reality is simply that between the lawsuits and all of the things that are going to take place and the challenges of why is it these four countries and the, 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 the reality is what comes out of this will be very little, uh, if anything, because it's going to take forever to potentially try to implement. And, you know, they know what works. And did you talk to the right people? No, because you you, you pick and choose who's going to talk to them. You're walking along the wall. Nobody asked a question. What's the wall here for? Right? Like, what's, what, do you think this is a good idea? Yeah, yeah, none of that stuff. None of it. So very interesting, to say the least. I think anything that comes out of this with immigration will be very, uh, very minimal. And you and I both know that. 
Uh, it's been a, a, you know, yesterday, though, the funny thing for all the immigration, for all the, you know, people, it was all about the documents. You know, you're there talking about documents. You're there getting in people's faces for the last several weeks and months about documents. And yeah, yeah, you had them. And by the way, Merrick Garland knew about this. Somebody said yesterday, well, I would rather be, you know, Biden than Trump because, you know, Trump had 60 of these and there was about a dozen or so that potentially are the top classified. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. How, first of all, everything's overclassified. We've talked about that on a thousand occasions. We've had experts on the show that say the problem with classification is everybody super double, triple, quadruple classify stuff. The other stuff is, what if this guy, okay, you know, if we're just being silly, what if this guy's got 160 parking tickets and a couple speeding tickets, right? And maybe even a DUI, which is awful when it comes to his 160. But over here, this guy's got, you know, murder charges. Which one would you rather be? Well, there's only four or five or six of those. We don't know what's in any of them. But if we're going to have a fair system, you have to go after everybody. Not just pick and choose. And that's where Merrick Garland's like, ah, this is what we have to do. And this was his office at Penn. What about his house? Are we going to go raid his house? <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah, what, what about that? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. A lot of stuff to get to. Woke Wednesday. We're going to talk about uh, anybody win the billion last night. FAA having a nightmare of a day to start your day if you're traveling. My pillow will help you sleep better at night with all the chaos going on. Keys to Dream Sheets. Long stay cotton grown in one area in the world. Right, this small little area in the Mediterranean. You get the Red Sea in the Mediterranean. You know, you got the you got the desert right there. It's it's just awesome, cool, comfortable. You're gonna sleep like a million bucks. I love it. It just feels different when you sleep, and I love that. Right now, you're going to get these sheets for twenty nine ninety eight. What quantities last? Different styles and colors to choose from. One year limited warranty, six day money back guarantee. If you're not happy, you send them back. Deep discounts on all the MyPillow products going on right now. Go to mypillow.com and use code Benson when you check out mypillow.com. Use code Benson twenty nine ninety eight for the Giza Dream Sheets. Get yours now. Mypillow.com slash Benson. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. This information is disseminated to pilots nationwide, whether it's recreational pilots or airline pilots, and that system provides advisories. The advisories may include everything from bad weather to maybe hazards near an airport like birds or even construction. That system right now is down, and pilots have to use an alternate system. I believe right now they're using telephone to get those advisories at different airports. Yeah, so uh, huge delay, FAA today, uh, huge cancellation, pausing of flights, all this stuff going on. The system, which is a hodgepodge of archaic systems, and, you know, first thing today when this happens, Southwest is like, oh, it's not us this time. You guys can't blame us. No, it's not you. It's the entire FAA system. So tracking everything in the sky, tracking the weather, tracking all of the things this is all kind of went 
The advice right now is that this could lead to nationwide delays, could lead to much bigger problems. Right now, we're seeing operations running reasonably close to on time at the area airports. If you're traveling by air today, be sure to stay in touch with the airline. Use your apps, use your telephone just to make sure everything is running on or close to schedule. Yeah, and I tell you now, FAA has paused all of the stuff uh, with the airlines right now departures so if they're in there you know they're they're doing everything they can to make sure everything's okay and they can still communicate it's just that the system's kind of gone very wonky and sideways and this you know the, the reason that southwest and we talked about the reason that southwest failed is because their system is antiquated and old our systems here are very old and very antiquated and you got to think about this so much of it is kind of we built our own. You guys have yours. Ours is similar, but it's a little bit different, and it's it's not it's not a good look at this time. But this is like a huge deal, especially if you're flying right now. Now th- things may be up and running. You may be listening to us a little bit later, uh, but the reality is is it is uh, uh, it, it it is it's a nightmare. It is a nightmare, especially after going through a nightmare of all the things that have taken place. Over the last couple of weeks with Southwest and the weather, it's a nightmare. Speaking of the weather, the weather continues to destroy Southern California, no, parts of Southern California-ish through Northern California, and it's getting uglier. After a very brief break, more heavy rain is moving into California today. Mainly Northern California this time around, it is a conveyor belt of storms heading toward the state from Asia. Governor Gavin Newsom. We're not out of the woods. We expect these storms to continue at least through the 18th of this month. And while today Southern California is drying out a bit from Monday and Tuesday's storm and evacuation orders have been lifted, there is another strong storm coming in this weekend. Yeah, and it, it is, uh, I, you know, my family lives there. Uh, many of my friends are are there. I grew up in both Southern and bits of Northern California, Sacramento. You know, we're heard out there. And, and uh, you know, uh, it, it's just, it is a deluge of stuff that is happening. And I, to see some of the pictures, I remember the, when I first moved to Sacramento. And again, we always talk about nature messing you up. I remember I first moved to Sacramento. It was in the early, oh, God, it was like 2000-ish, you know, like early 2000s. I got there in about February, uh, late February, early March. There was a weather system that moved through that places that were normally dry, like, like riverbeds, were overflowing. Freeways were flooded out. It was insane. This blows that away. This does. And and the insanity of what's coming, the damage that's going to be done, the sinkholes, uh, this is going to affect things. Uh, because remember how much stuff we get from California. It is nasty. I talked to a couple truckers that listen to me on the road, and they'll say that, first of all, uh, California's nightmare. But secondly, the, the trouble getting to places, trouble getting anything off the, the ships and on, It's this is going to be ugly. More supply chain issues, potentially. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Guess what? It's Wednesday. We're going to do something called wokeness. Yep. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show.
Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Nobody won last night. The mega super giant Powerball means we get to play again. The excitement wrapping up, baby, because it's going to be worth a quadrillion dollars. What? As the prizes get bigger, the lines grow longer. Back in July, we saw a record jackpot hit $1.337 billion. So what's on the wish list of all those aspiring billionaires? Go on a vacation. Pay off a couple of mortgages. I would help my church and uh, get lost. Because there was no winner last night, Friday's jackpot will be worth at least $1.35 billion. The cash option, $708 million before taxes. That is not bad. The question is, why are we seeing these more and more? Because, uh, you know, we, it, just, it always seems to be a big number, and then it seems to be twice a year, about every six months, it gets to this point where we got billions of dollars. Lottery jackpots have been growing bigger in recent years after a rule change that added more numbers to choose from. So the odds of winning the Mega Millions jackpot got just slightly longer, which helped to build those jackpots. Higher ticket prices also mean more money for the jackpot. Yeah, yeah. So uh, 700 plus million dollars could be 800 million dollars by Friday. That would be your cut of it. Ooh. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. It is Wednesday. You know what we do on Wednesdays, kids? We love to teach all of you. It's time to get woke. Every once in a while, it's just good to get a little woke. I just okay, I have been made aware of the allegations. Is there anything you can say on your behalf? I'm trans? You just won HR. White people are also oppressed by racism. We're not. We are the oppressors. Totally. What the? What? What did you say? Do not bring that European nonsense into this ethnic household. Do you understand me? I have hair in my armpit. I have it there for a few reasons. One, lazy. Two, f- the patriarchy. Totally. And three, it's still exhausting. Oh my God. <gasps> Amazing! It's time for Woke Wednesday. It's time to get woke. Uh, I, too, love getting woke on these Wednesdays. Uh, What do we start? First of all, I want to start with something that's insane. Okay, first of all, Limited Run Games, which produces, uh, uh, if I'm correct, I think they do a lot of board games and whatnot. They fired this week their community manager over a series of transphobic tweets discovered on her timeline, as well as numbers of right-wing and transphobic accounts in her following list. So she was following people, libs of TikTok. When they say number, it was like one or two. Libs of TikTok was the big one. And I love what they say here. Uh, Limited Run is uh, fostering a positive and safe environment for everyone and supporting uh, inclusivity. And as we know, this year, 2023, is less inclusive for me. That's what we're going with. But on top of that, she also, apparently, Kara Gooch, uh, was excited to play the upcoming Hogwarts Legacy, a game that is surrounded in controversy owing to the transphobic views of Harry Potter's author, J.K. Rowling. So wait a minute. So you fired a person because they followed somebody, lives at TikTok, and it was one other person. Secondly, 
and this is what makes me laugh. If you're also upset because they're excited to play a game, Hogwarts Academy or Legacy, which, as we all know, that's the one where Harry waves the magic wand and turns everybody back to their select gender that they were born with. Because remember, you get a pick. Oh, is that what happens? No, it's not what happens. My God, how stupid are you people? We have issues. We have issues. So after a several days long gender crisis, I am pretty certain I use they, they, he pronouns. And yeah, I just want to let you know I am still trans femme. Just my gender is a complete nightmare. I don't know what's going on with it right now. All I know is that these pronouns feel right to me. I don't really understand why. And the he makes me dysphoric. It's he in a masculine woman kind of way, which is kind of what my whole gender is going for. My whole gender is supposed to be girl who's trying to be a boy, not boy who's trying to be a girl. So, yeah, I hope it makes sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. You have a problem. Uh, there's a mental health issue in this country, and this is one of these issues that's a problem. Right. There, there, There is an activism that is going on and people who have real issues in this country who normally would struggle with cutting or anorexia have have glommed onto this because they're being in many ways indoctrinated by a bunch of lunatics who thinks this is a good thing you're just confused you're not two reasons that you have this issue now is there are there some people out there that are trans who eh, much older after lots of soul searching went through with it and and probably many years of therapy, 100%. I'm sure there's there's a lot of people. Caitlyn Jenner. Are there way too many people in a position now who have serious issues mentally, who've glommed onto this as a way to think that this is going to change everything? Listen to that, that person. My God. I, I, I feel like just just listen to the struggle. This person has issues. So after a several days long gender crisis, I you have a gender crisis. My goodness me. That is an issue right there. Or the other thing, which is a lot of people. So you've got some who have real mental health issues who are struggling with so many other aspects in their life with their personal relationships with themselves, struggling with a lot of different things. They this seems to be something. And then you've got the people that are attention getters. There's plenty of those out there. Look at me. I'm an attention getter. So this is what I mean when I say that I feel unsafe if someone is misgendering me or is actively misgendering other people. Safety is relative, right? And violence isn't only physical, no. emotional and psychological violence both exist. And when someone, when I have made it clear what my pronouns are and that I'm like a genderqueer trans person and someone decides to ignore that and then deliberately will like misgender me, that is a form of violence. That's not a form of violence. You take it as violence. First of all, do they know who you are? Are they doing it on purpose to hurt your feelings? Is it somebody who's just met you? You're looking for a reason to do what? You, you want to be noticed and you want to be special. This is your superpower. You wanted to pick a superpower and this is your superpower. I don't buy into it. I'm, I, I, I don't. 
Now, I'm not saying there aren't people out there who don't struggle with, with, with gender dysphoria and things of that nature. Absolutely there is. But the cheering and the advocacy and the pushing and all of these, it's nuts. It is. And so many of these people are into wanting to have some sort of special power. And that's what they're looking for. And look at me, I'm special. Let me tell you what you've done wrong to me. Because they are enacting something that is hurtful toward me on purpose. And violence like that makes me feel unsafe because I don't know what else that person is necessarily capable of and what kind of harm, psychological or otherwise, it could then later inflict on me. Well, don't walk down the street. You could get mugged. Oh, yeah, that's a possibility as well. Absolutely a possibility. Just crazy. It is. And the trans thing is, you know, I, I, I talked to someone very close to me, relative, and about this, you know, and we were chatting the other day and about what goes on in schools and stuff. And it's so funny because when I was a kid growing up, we, there was a couple gay kids. We knew who they were. I don't think we need any trans kids. Now, it, like, especially in certain areas of the country, you might find a dozen or so at an elementary, junior high, or high school. Statistically, that's impossible. I mean, that's just insane. Because we have people pushing stuff on kids. And it is criminal. Not allowing a child to use puberty blockers is simply just transphobic. It just is what it is. There's no real reason not to. Puberty blockers just allows a child to kind of freeze, allows their look to stay in place. It gives them more time, essentially, to decide whether they want to go further with any medical transition. At any point while using puberty blockers, a child can stop and essentially just have the natural puberty that they would have, but a few years later. Sorry. There is zero evidence that has been, as far as research, on what this stuff is doing to kids and what the potential harm is. There's zero. There's no papers written about it. There is zero. Europe has stopped all of this stuff. They said, enough. This is madness. We don't know what we're doing to kids. We're starting to see many of them come back in and they're, 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 they're changing back and detransitioning. And it's, there is zero. They're struggling with physical ailments. But for others, it's an activism and it's a way to get across the things that they want to get across as a political tool and weapon. But a lot of people evolve differently as far as puberty. You know, it seems like some people don't hit puberty until they get in their 20s. It's no big deal. Puberty blockers, they'll essentially stay in that childlike look for a little longer. Then if you don't let your child go on puberty blockers, then you'd be embarrassed. But you ain't doing yourself no favors. You ain't doing the child no favors. And you're not changing their mind. By not letting them go on puberty blockers, you're essentially just making it harder for them to transition. They're going to likely end up getting more plastic surgery or being more insecure with the way that they look as an adult. Zero studies. Zero. Zero. You can go look across the board. Uh, uh, on study after study of does it help, first of all? No. According to the latest study, 
right? Latest study. No, it doesn't alleviate negative thoughts in children with gender dysphoria. Zero evidence uh, uh, as far as studies go with puberty blockers and long-term effect. Another study. Effects of puberty blockers can last a lifetime. You can go on and on, but they're just like, ah, it's no big deal. You take it, it's fine. It's ridiculous. You know it, I know it, and it's criminal. And I think we're going to look back at this time in a few years when the insanity calms down and we're going to go, wow. And I've told you this. We've talked to Abigail Schreier and her book about transgenderism. And when she did the research and she talked to you know doctors in Europe and here, they all said the same thing to her, the fear. If I don't do something, they're going to come try to take my license. If I do do something uh, down the road, I know that people are going to come back and try to take my license. It's a no-win situation, and that's sad. And we're going to look back upon this time and go, what the hell did we do? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. My dog, Doodle, he loves his life. Is what he would say right now. Rough greens. That's what I give him every day. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. All of this incredible stuff. I sprinkle on top of his food. It brings his food to life and he loves it. It's got so many amazing things. Plus, he loves the taste. But what it's done for him. He was running around last night chasing the kids. The kids were riding around on the little mini bikes. It was hilarious. He wasn't doing that four years ago. Five years ago. It wasn't. Even though he was younger, he wasn't. But because of what we've done with Rough Greens, it has changed him tremendously. It's given him more energy. It's helped his aches and pains and his hips. It's awesome. Try it now for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. No more than that. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. RoughGreens.com slash Chad. Cover the cost of shipping. They're going to send you a bag for free. Put it to the test. RoughGreens.com slash Chad. Let's wrap it up straight ahead. It is the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Pay your taxes. Mind your business. And keep Will Smith's wife's name. Mouth! Oh! Cursed language, is what he said. Edited it there with a shh. Last night, Golden Globes. Uh, didn't pay attention. Didn't even know they were on. I thought they canceled those, and I found out, no, they brought them back because these people love their awards. They love their awards, so congratulations to them. <laughs> and the winners are, I don't know, I couldn't tell you. People, speaking of movies, this should win an award. I, I'm gonna, I don't watch a lot of documentaries, uh, you know, much. I don't, I don't want, you know, I just... I don't have a lot of time for TV. I have limited time to spend with my family because I'm doing stuff. And this year, as you guys know, I'm changing a lot of things, right? Trying to get more sleep, taking a nap during the day when I normally wouldn't do that, working out a little bit even more, just trying to do stuff. But when I'm at home at night, you know, I want to, like last night, Charlie and I went to bed early and I told her a bunch of stories and we had a lot of fun. Uh, So I don't watch a ton of stuff. But this I'm interested in. We talked about it last week. The richest animals in the world. And number one was Gunter. And guess what? It's got a documentary coming out that is salacious. Weird, right? What would you think if I told you a story about a very wealthy countess 
When she died, she gave everything to her dog, Gunther. You're talking about a dog that's worth $400 million. I work for the dog. 27 employees. I wanted to be a tick on that dog's ass for the rest of my life. A man pulling the strings of this puppy show. He's a visionary. This dog was my best friend. Yeah, yeah. It is it is a trip and it is salacious. And on top of the facts, so like Gunther is the dog that has a giant estate worth, now it's over $550 million. But then there's a guy that's behind Gunther. Did the, the Countess ever live? And who are these people that are taking care of this dog? And why are they shooting a weird t- it, it is surreal. He wanted young people who were fantastic looking to live with a rich dog. Are you you crazy? As long as we resided in the mansion with Gunther, we're going to just enjoy the millions. It got a little bit twisted. We were being watched 24-7. They encouraged them to have sex. Where did the money come from? Uh, We were like lab rats. It was like a brainwash. It was kind of scary territory. We are creating a new breed of man. The dogs are cloned. Ah! What? Of course they're cloned. So, because that's why they're on Gunter 6. <laughs> it is insane. It is absolutely insane. I'm like, I got to see that. Uh, it, it is a must see. What did you do with the, what, $530 million is what it is that that dog's worth? That dog has hotels, bought Madonna's house. They show a portion where it's in this, like, yacht, and there's a bunch of people feeding the dog. <laughs> I thought, hmm. Dog has no idea what's going on. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. And I do, you know, and I get a lot of love and hate, and I'm fine with that. It's the business I'm in. I'm totally fine uh, with that. And, and you know, my passion about, like, the, the crazy woke stuff is, and I remind everybody this on this Woke Wednesday, is we live at a time when those kids are coming out and they're now in the workforce and they've been indoctrinated. I'm not just talking about the trans. I'm talking about all the woke wackiness. And it is scary in a day and age where, you know, we, you see these people who are living in a world of delusion. And it's sad. It is sad. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Have a great rest of your day. We got you over the hump. As always, night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.